Welcome, 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 everybody, to this Xbox Life, and this is episode 434, Now We Wait. I'm one of your hosts, Bron, BJSwick33, and along with me playing Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda, because he cannot pause it, he cannot save it, Wingman709. Hey! <laughs> so how's it going? Are you still winning? I'm, I'm, it's... This was a horrible time to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a bad spot. Uh, this was pretty intense what was happening. So, uh, but I'm working my way through it. Oh, yeah. But uh, I told uh, Mark's like, ah, oh, I can't pause. I can't do it. I was like, hey, I was like, keep playing. We're this Xbox Life. Things happen in real life on this Xbox Life. <laughs> I was like, we're we're streaming on Twitch for crying out loud. People come to Twitch to watch people play games. Except we're watching Mark play a game without <laughs> seeing the game. <laughs> Alright, I got the part where I could pause it. So oh, nice. Alright, perfect timing. See? It turned out to be a great part of the show. So, yes. Episode 434. Raw will be joining us here in a little bit, so you'll get to see my middle-of-the-show editing skills. Um, hopefully it all works out. And everybody's favorite host, it seems. Yeah, I know. Let's, you know. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, I think they're just telling me, Brun, it's time to retire. It's time to retire, Brun. And, and Mark. They and just, Mark. They just, Rob. Yep. Just, just We're not Rob. needed. Rob can carry it, carry it on. Eight years <laughs> is a long time, Mark. Yeah, it's time for us to hang up our joysticks. And <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but... I'll be here uh, th this week. I'll probably be gone the next two weeks to let everybody know. Moving into a new home, so the backgrounds is going. To, the backgrounds going to change here, uh, probably when I'm back for the first time. Um, but uh, buying a home is such a long and horrible process. It is fun. the worst. So. Um, and that's nothing to do with the bank or anything. I think it's just, in general, a horrible, horrible process. Uh, but, uh, yep. We a lot of it. unnecessary red tape. Oh, just unbelievable amount. And and to me, in my mind, the whole purpose for all that red tape is just to get more money. So, but, yeah. So, Mark... Other than Andromeda, have you been playing anything else? <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> no, I haven't. I have actually haven't played. In fact, this was the first time this weekend I started playing just a little bit ago. Um, just haven't been playing much. But when I have been, I'm working on Mass Effect, trying to get through through it. So yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I have to get back to it here soon. But uh, actually. Um, like I said last week, it's like it's so hard for me to get to play a game recently. And and I sat down, what day was it? Wednesday or something like that. I sat down to finally play a game, and guess what? Xbox Live's down. Um, so you couldn't play any game. Uh, well, the game, I, I don't want to say it was every game that was down, but I was playing the Dishonored, um, the free part. You can play play the first three episodes, uh, three chapters for free. And huh? so I sat down, I tried to start it up. It's like, sorry, we're experiencing Xbox Live issues. And I went to ex support at xbox.com. And it was like, 
the last report was an hour and 50 minutes prior to when I tried. So it's like it was down for, you know, at least an hour and 50 minutes from then. But it seems like any time that I sit down to play, Xbox Live seems to be always down. <laughs> so it's your fault. We can always blame you. Yeah, I'll just stay off of it from now on. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anything I've been playing playing Dishonored too. I, I really like the Dishonored games and... uh and I, I think what it is that I like about stealth, you know, stealth action games and and like that, and why I seem to be able to play through those because you know I don't beat games very often, um, you know, besides Battlefield One and some multiplayer games. I think I like stealth action because it's like a puzzle, you know. How do you get through here undetected? How do you try to stay low or you know or assassinate this character or, or whatnot? Um, but I think the other thing that I like about it is, is just that I can actually stop in the game, like find a spot where I can kind of sit for a second and it's not constant, like gotta be moving, gotta be moving, gotta be shooting, gotta be shooting, gotta do this, gotta do that. Like it's, it's not, it it gives me time to just relax a little bit and enjoy a game instead of constantly have to be pushed forward, pushed forward. Um, so that's what I'm playing there and. I'm not exactly sure how much the game is right now, but uh, I'll be picking it up at some point in time because I really, I'm really liking it. So I like the Dishonored games; pretty fun. But uh, yeah, all right. That's what I've been playing. Doing, doing anything else? You said no, so not really. No. All right. Busy. Other stuff. Yeah, I forgot to I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show, but uh, we are we stream Sundays 10 p.m. Uh, on the, uh, Twitch.tv slash This Xbox Life. So, except for when we know uh, somebody whose favorite host is Rob uh, is able to listen to the show, then we move it to Mondays. Ha ha. <laughs> Talk about you later. <laughs> so you're nice. <laughs> But uh, all right, um, Patreon.com. We've had uh, some recent new patrons, uh, not this week, but in the past weeks. Um, what they did to become a patron of the show is they go to thisxboxlife.com/slash/patreon, and uh, they signed up, and uh, so they contribute each month uh, to our show. And if uh, if you pledge ten dollars or more um, per month, uh, you then get invited to a show and get to be a special guest host. So, and that's what we do there. Um, if you don't like the idea of doing a monthly uh, subscription or anything like that to the show, you can go to thisxboxlife.com slash donate and uh, donate a one-time tip of $1 million and uh, and go from there. But uh, all, all the stuff that we say here goes toward the show, goes helps toward giveaways, stuff like that. Um, it is not required to listen to the show. We do not expect it, but anything that people do donate, we greatly appreciate it. So. Yeah, we had a we gave away sixty dollars last week. We yes. gave away a game. Yep. yep. That was a surprise one. We didn't say anything. We just like bam, dropped one on you. Yep. yep. So. You never know when that may happen gonna, again. <laughs> I know it'll happen soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right. Moving along, as you can tell, it's it's kind of a quick show so far. Um, and in the title of the show, I said, now we wait. It's because we're in that period of time where we're just waiting for E3. You know, some yeah. games are coming out. 
Um, you know, the Microsoft hate stories are still being written by Forbes and everybody on IGN. Um, but other than that, there's no real, real, uh, real news. Um, so, but I did put a couple things in here, uh, to discuss. First thing is, is, you know, I like Forza games. Uh, I think they're fun. You got, you're a big fan of Horizon games for sure. I think Rob is a big fan of the Horizon games for sure. Um, did you see the, uh, Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels expansion? Oh, yeah. I yeah. posted it to our Facebook group, and yeah. uh, lots of people were pretty excited to see that story. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was a pretty cool idea. I watched the, the uh, like, sizzle reel of it and stuff like that. It looks like it's interesting and fun, just something to change it up a little bit. So Yeah, if you haven't seen it, what I thought was cool is, like, you're actually, they have Hot Wheel cars in the game. Yeah. Um, as well as it looks like you can drive the regular Forza Horizon cars as well. But you're driving on the orange yeah. tracks yeah. from Hot Wheels, yeah. you know. And supposedly this is like an island off of Australia. So, you know, so it kind of reminds me of like Burnout Paradise where they had that island that they attached to it. And then they had all these like cool things that they did separately over on the island. So it was DLC. So like if you didn't have it, you could see it. But if you did own it, you could drive on this pretty cool bridge with all these huge jumps and stuff to get to it. So I guess they're going to, I think it was like six different tracks um, off on this island, um, all where you're driving on the actual orange tracks. So I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> Loops and all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah, yeah I thought it was funny. Like cause, be fun. Yeah, I think because when you're doing it, it's it's like that kind of like that classic Hot Wheel, the Roadster type Hot Wheel with the open engine. You know what I'm talking about? It's like it's like the Hot yep. Wheel everybody sees. Like I think that was in there, and then all of a sudden, like from out of nowhere, like in zooms. Uh, Oh boy, that's not what I wanted to happen. <laughs> uh, okay. I wasn't prepared for the uh I wanted to invite him. <laughs> uh because what happened there is it didn't work right. Oh. Yep, I needed to invite him into it to make it work right. Oh, sorry. Uh, you were talking. <laughs> you were talking. I didn't want to interrupt. So I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, it does give me the option. Yeah. All right. Still, well, it's still Rob's fault. Yeah. Let me write. Let me draw these in. Always my it. fault. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but no. What I was saying is, you know, it. I just liked, and then like, um, so it showed that classic Hot Wheel car, and then from out of nowhere, zooms in a Forza car, and and it's like, oh, cool. They. Can you can drive your own cars and stuff in there? So, yeah, you know, that has got to be the coolest expansion yet. I and, think it's really neat. Yeah, you know everything that they've had so far to me has been lackluster. I'm like, oh, okay, another Hot Wheels pack or just another car pack. And then I saw the loops, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. that eight year old in me got excited, <laughs> and the forty plus year old in me got excited too. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely definitely cool. Cool thing. When's that coming out? Next week or this week? This coming week. Like beginning of May, I remember. I don't know. Can you look that up? Our sure. I'm, I'm in the middle of drawing zones around people. Drawing. Drawing. He's doing drawings. Yeah. <laughs> but what well, that was a Saturday Night Live skit. I can't remember the 
name it. Was it my name is Simon? I do drawings. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that on news.xbox.com. So here it is. May 9th is when the expansion is so next week. So, yeah, yeah, tomorrow's the 1st of May. So. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if they see the price of this little bad boy. One million dollars. It's going to add 28 new achievements worth 500 gamer score, though. There you go. It's got that. Oh, it's going to add a bunch of cars. The Hot Wheels Bone Shaker. There's so a whole bunch of cars. cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's going to cost 20 bucks for standalone. What? It is part. It's twenty dollars by itself, or it's part of the Horizon Three expansion pack. Oh, should have bought it while it was on sale. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go! It does look cool, though. Yeah, I didn't pick up that Blizzard Mountain, um, and uh, this one I'm getting this. This this looks just too cool. Wait, so. Are there roads that go upside down in Australia? This is an <laughs> island off of Australia, so it's not officially Australia. So they have like alpine mountains and roads that go upside down on islands off of Australia. That's yeah. why Australia is so cool, man. Nice. Yeah. They definitely have snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, for I sure. wonder what the actual season pass costs. I'll have to look that one up. I don't do. I'll look it up. Right. See what it says. Well, while you're looking that up, I want to move my next one. So I saw an article from Forbes, uh, also a Microsoft hater. Um, oh, these guys. <laughs> yeah, it's the ones that employ people that are just like us. Um, yeah. You know, we call ourselves podcasters and bloggers, but... Um, no, this one here is they're saying Microsoft explains why it's not making Xbox games like Breath of the Wild or Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I just kind of want to read the quote here uh, from uh, from Phil Spencer. It says the audience for those big story driven games, I won't say it isn't as large, but they're not as consistent, says Spencer. Uh, you'll have things like Zelda or Horizon Zero Dawn that'll come out and they'll do really well, but they don't have the same impact that they used to have because the big service-based games are capturing such a large amount of the audience. Sony's first-party studios do a lot of these games and they're good at them. But outside of that, it's difficult. Uh, they... Uh, they are be, uh, become more rare. It's a difficult business decision for those teams. You're fighting into more headwind. So I think what it is all kind of started like, why don't you make games like this? And it, it kind of boils down to like what he said there is, you know, they're there. You get games like, you know, it's it's funny because I like how they compare it to the two of the best open world games you know, made by first-party studios for the competitors. You know, because, you know, you don't mention GTA, and you don't mention uh, Red Dead Redemption or Red Dead Redemption 2, because, you know, Microsoft isn't making those. They're, they're targeting Microsoft in this thing. Why don't you burn up one of your first-party studios to do this? Um, 
but that's kind of his answer. And then to me, in, in my mind, it's like, well, okay, good, because Zelda Breath of the Wild took seven years to make. And Horizon Zero Dawn took like six years to make. Wow. So, I mean, if we want to take up 343 and say, hey, free 343, don't make any games for the next six or seven years so you can make an open world game, um, then, okay, let's do that. But it's when you're Mike... Another, it's just, we shouldn't even discuss this type of stuff. Yeah. It's just another hate pulse. Or, well, you know, stupid video game or yeah. stupid news. Because uh, Sony and Nintendo are not making a Gears of War game. They're not making Halo or Halo games. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, the reason uh, why I brought how many this for, one up. How many Forza games have been out for since Xbox One released? Uh, well, we got four. How many? Uh, what is their racing game? Gran Turismo. I forgot what it's called. How many Gran Turismos have been out on the PS4? PS4. Uh, oh, Xbox One and PS4. You gotta. They gotta be the same. Yeah. I think what they're releasing one. Yeah. Has, has so, it been released yet? I, I don't know because they have the weird thing where they release like part of the game sometimes. But I, I, think, I'm I, saying, I think they released they're, they're they're it's they're trying to make something out of something that's not there is my point. Yeah. You know, Microsoft is making first party games. No. Well this one here, the reason why I brought this one up is because it actually had uh you know, had a quote from him. So they're obviously asking him that question. And that's his answer. Uh, it, it doesn't say that they don't want to make them. It's just like, well, they're going to concentrate on other games. And to me, it's, you know, we've said this before. Microsoft has how many first-party studios? Nintendo is Nintendo. Um, and then, you know, Sony has just this uh, large amount of first-person first person studio, first first-party studios. Um but yeah, you're you're asking them against like two of the greatest open world games that have been released in in this generation of consoles, um, and just saying like, well, why Microsoft don't you make one like this? And it's like, well, I guess if they would have started seven years ago, they might have one, <laughs> but they didn't. So, um, but yeah. So if anybody's wondering why they don't have one, uh, there's your answer. Um, GT Sport PS4 release date. Uh, it looks like it was delayed until 2017. And, uh, the beta starts April 15th, so the beta's just starting. This should be releasing sometime soon. So... Oh, actually, uh, uh, video gamer. Even then, different. Uh, it's late 2017 release date. Means that'll go head to head with Project Cars 2. So they're they're still trying to make it. It looks like to answer that. It's been delayed a couple times. So yeah, they don't have one, right? No, no, no. Console's been out for four years. They don't have one. Not yet. Sony's not making games like Microsoft is. Yeah. I mean, you see, that's my point. These are such stupid articles. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'll say anything being yeah. written right now. So, <laughs> so wow. basically, they're articles looking they're, for a story. Yes. What? It, well, what it is is Sony's PR machine because they're threatened by Scorpio. So mm-hmm. now they're trying to. 
you know, as soon as this all came out, they, the whole story changed. And, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, now Microsoft doesn't have... They're trying to find anything potentially negative to try to steer things and make everybody think that Sony's still the place to be. And who cares? I don't care if Sony is number one. I don't really give a crap. I like the games that I have to be able to play on, on the Xbox. It doesn't diminish my enjoyment of the console. Yeah. Oh, so it's just... Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's oh, not worth our time to spend on it. Yeah. For anybody that's wondering, Sony has sold 60 million co- uh, PS4 consoles. Congratulations, Sony. Hey, yeah. good job. Yep. Oh, guess what? My Xbox One is still on my desk. <laughs> it didn't burn up and turn to ash. So I think we're okay. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Uh, one, one, one more thing. Well, you mentioned Scorpio, and I don't want to do a Scorpio discussion anymore until till E3. It's kind of what I put, and we've talked about, the, I think, the last month. I did want to say that uh, buddy I work with, Ken, he, uh, we were, we do our workouts and stuff during lunch, and we were talking about our last discussion, and and he wasn't to the point where you told me what you're thinking about market share versus you know who are they trying to target and and stuff like that. Um, which led led him to say he's like and I was like well me personally my thing comes from market share and and now we understand where each other where our prices come in and he said it'd be really cool if something like the price of the Scorpio and and this is just I'm just throwing out numbers like let's say the price of the Scorpio was my two ninety nine but you had to pre order the Scorpio the week of E three. And it didn't go. It didn't run out of pre-orders. If you pre-ordered the week of E3, you got it for two ninety-nine, and then after the week of E3, Scorpio goes to three ninety-nine. So he said it'd be pretty cool to do like a windowed base, you know, save yourself a hundred dollars type of uh, type of push, you know, to get those out. Because I can tell you, if if I was going to save a hundred dollars, I'd I'd pre-order it during E3, but so. He just kind of threw something out there. Said it would be pretty interesting if if something like that would happen. But yeah, so another. Well, no, no. I mean, I, I think we were both him and I were just. I was just like, yeah, that would be it. Would be kind of interesting or cool. Not that I think we're it's going to happen, and we were both agreeing on that. But he just said it would be you know be interesting. Like what else? What what can you lose? So, but uh, so, Mark. And Rob, we love when people try to show it to the man and kind of put it to Sony and put it to Microsoft and stuff by by hacking their services and and ruining other people's Christmases, right? Oh, that's just the blast. Yes, we we love that because they're going to show those. kids are awesome. Yeah, they're going to show Microsoft and Sony who's boss by hacking their services. Um, Yeah. Well, one of them got in trouble, right, Mark? You put this in yep. here. A Mr. Adam Mudd is a teenager who set up a business where he sold hacking software to various criminals. Uh, he just recently got put in jail for two years. Hmm. According to The Guardian, he created the Titanium Stressor Program when he was 16, which was since carried out over 1.7 million cyber attacks, including Xbox Live, TeamSpeak, and Minecraft. Um, since he created the program, he brought in over 386,000 pounds, both U.S. dollars and bitcoins. 
There was over 112,000 registered users of the program with over 660,000 IP addresses that have been attacked since the uh, beginning. Uh, Mudd also carried out 594 distributed denial of service attacks himself against 181 IP addresses between December 2013 and March 2015. Uh, he attacked schools, colleges, local councils. Um, he explained that one of the attacks was after he had reported being mugged to his college, after which he claimed no action was taken. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. Um, he pleaded guilty and is sentenced to two years in a young offender institution. Hmm. All right. Yeah, Gunny G says mud. He sounds like a villain. And my thing was like, <laughs> I see mud and I was just like, oh, that's the English variant of another four-letter word that we have that has to deal with brown stuff and comes on the, it's on the ground. <laughs> Starts with an <laughs> S. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was going to say like the, the programmer and the coder in me wants to say like, you know, hey, good on him for making an application that a lot of people want to use. You know, he wasn't the one actually forcing people to use it. But then when it said, then you got, I had to read down where it's like, oh, but he used it himself. Okay, he's, he's, it's a bummer. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, because it does, yeah, sometimes smart people make dumb things, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad he got in trouble. I think two years is, you know, two years is two years, but. All right, like I said, I, I like to see people like that. They get their computer taken from them and can never be on the internet again and and, and stuff like that. That That's the stuff that where it really hurts those people. So. And real quick before we go into the next thing, mm -hmm. um, the Horizon 3 expansion pass is $34.99. Oh, wow. Uh, so it saves you $5. Um, it does give you both Blizzard, uh, Blizzard Mountain and the... Hot Wheels pack, both of which twenty dollars each. So, yep, still save five dollars. All right. So, Rob, you like to do your yes. news recaps? I'd love to know what news places you go because I kind of scan all the big ones and can't find anything. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, I think, I think Rob makes up news just like. <laughs> I, I do supposed emails coming from quote listeners. Yeah. Lately. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, skim the Forbes magazines and the IGN magazines and, you know, find all my hate stories in there. Yeah. So, uh, first up, uh, halo six has been confirmed for 2018. How about that? The game. Was when did, uh, I didn't think yeah, the game well, was confirmed. I heard him say that what was confirmed that they're going to focus more on Master Chief. Right, that's all I heard. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Making You're making it up. <laughs> I am. Read into it what you will. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would be what, three years? Three-year mark? Or the two-year mark? Because when did five come out? Uh... Five came out in 2015, 16, 2015, 15. October, 2015. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be a three year cycle. Yep. That, that, that sounds about right. So I wasn't, I know it wasn't coming this year. 
I mean, I, I would, yeah. I'd be very surprised if it did, but, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. If um, it is true, I would believe it. <laughs> but go ahead. No, I gotta, I gotta read more into this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There was talk about, um, yeah, about Master Chief here, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. just saying that, you know, a lot of people didn't like the story, uh, the first-person story. It, it was kind of weird and broken up and and didn't really say much. Um, and just people wanted more Master Chief. So yeah, um, this one here, they're like, all right, we're going to give you more Master Chief then, you know. So I, I will say that if people come out and play Halo 6 and they just don't like the story, then you only have one person to blame, and that is the person staring back at you in the mirror. Because here is another developer who's they're going to change everything based on what the people want, um, which sometimes is good, sometimes it's not. But I just, I just go back to Mass Effect where it was like they changed the story like after the game was released because so many people were upset by it. And I don't think they should have changed it, but that's just me. Yeah, so according to a report from Eurogamer, uh, the director, Frank O'Connor and Kiki Wolfkill from 343 revealed during an interview that they realized a little too late what fans wanted from Halo 5. They said that we very much realized that people wanted Master Chief's story in Halo 5. We definitely marketed Halo 5 in a way that we hoped was going to bring surprise. But for some fans, and certainly fans of Master Chief, it was a huge disappointment because they wanted more Chief. Mm -hmm. And that has been a big learning. Yeah. Then... uh, then they responded um, that uh, Halo 6 will nurture this connections, uh, this connection that fans have to Master Chief. And they say, instead of focusing on bringing new characters into the world and expanding the playable characters, we've sort of shifted the focus a little bit to making the world a bit more realistic and compelling, and I would say more fun for players um, who get to uh, inhabit uh, the chief in the future, pretty much uh, as they demanded. I don't understand so like- why they even bother to like put lock in, and I'm, it seems like they're surprised. I've heard other stories about like, well, chief doesn't have a have a storyline right we don't really know a lot about him but it's like when we're playing we're him it's like that's us it's like it's almost like we didn't need this background because it's kind of like the gamer is master chief you know you're filling that role sometimes you don't need to have this big elaborate background you know when you play halo you want to play as a chief that's i think that's why i didn't like odst you know and i'm not a big halo guy but that was the one i liked the least up, up until halo 5 because yeah. you weren't playing as Master Chief. <laughs> it, it's just, and, and for those who like read the books, and I'm not saying you have to go read the books to understand the games or have fun with the games, but um, 
the with this game here, it was kind of like I remember leading up to it. It was just like they were calling Chief a criminal, and I was like, "Nope, I'm not having it." And going, to, "Nope," you know, I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh," and it's like, "Oh, you're going to send people after him? Okay, they're just going to end up dead." You know, it's like, "Nope, you can't do it," because um, Chief is Chief is Chief is you know, I mean, like he's the he's the man. He and the first three games are saving humanity. All right, so. There's this huge, like, he is the one guy to save, you know, to save humanity. He was, at that point, what everybody thought was the last Spartan, um, which wasn't actually, isn't actually true. Um, but then, and he's a Spartan too. And then you got the Spartan 3s, you know, which is Locke and all these guys are like, okay, well, yeah, we're going to go get Chief and we're going to bring him in that, you know, that traitor. Is he a traitor? Is he this? And they even had that double um, commercial or double thing where it was like Chief killed Locke. You know what I'm talking about? Where like Locke was up against a rock and he and Chief killed him. And, and then they had like the vice versa part of it where the Locke was taking care of, you know, getting Chief and stuff right. like that. And I was like, they're not killing him. Nope, not going to. Nope. And I was just like, uh-uh. You know, and then all of a sudden the game came out and it was like really nothing of that. They had they had what one fight and Locke cracked his helmet or something like that. That's like he got the crack in his visor. Yeah. But it was it was just to that point. It's like I know Chief's older than Locke, uh, but Spartan twos are supposed to be so much larger than threes. Like threes are smaller and stuff like that. But it was just like yeah, I don't see this guy like doing anything against Master Chief because he's like the greatest Spartan there is. So. Yeah. Um, Plus, there's this story of him and Cortana. Like, we know what happens. Cortana's going crazy. Like, and, and stuff in the books, it's like she's copying herself over and over and over, you know, doing all these things that, that an AI is not supposed to do. And they're, they're supposed to be, you know, deleted and removed after seven years or something like that. Or I can't remember what the book was saying. Um, but it's just, you know, like all this stuff's happening. And also, also she's crazy. You know, she's losing her mind. And, you know, that's the whole part of all the Forerunner stuff. And But you don't get much of that because the whole game's like Locke trying to find Chief and they have a brief fist fight. And they're like, okay, I'm good, you good, I'm good, you good, okay, let's go. You know, and that's it. And you're just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? So, right. I mean, I enjoyed the game. I didn't, like, hate it or anything like that because I like Halo. Um but yes, I'm excited to hear them say like we're going to focus more on this storyline and stuff like that. But I was also excited to see Blue Team, you know, and you don't hear anything about the Blue Team that much. Like nobody knows who Fred is and 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 stuff like that and it's it's you know, it's just I don't know. Just a fan of the books and the lore and stuff, so. But, yeah. All right. I can't wait for it to come out though. I love my I love I love my Halo game. Rob or Mark's chuckling. Okay. <laughs> Inside joke. Oh, okay. It's responding to a text. Oh okay. Come <laughs> on, Rob. What's the rest of the news? Okay. <laughs> um next up is uh there was a, a survey that was sent out to Microsoft reward members 
where they were asked to, you know, grade certain titles. And um, the list of titles uh, included, you know, Astroneer. We've we've heard of that one. It's been out for a while. Fallout Shelter. Yep, been there, done that on just about every platform. Uh, sea of Thieves. We know that one's coming. The pirate game coming soon. And it actually lists Sea of Thieves with the coming soon at the end of it. Crackdown 3. Uh, I think we've heard of that one as well, haven't we? Yes, no? And a new franchise. <laughs> it's being canceled. So, yeah. Oh, don't even. <laughs> Run, that'll, that'll, that, that'll get me to come out to Ohio there and stomp you into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> right. I heard it's going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Uh-huh. Well, then I'm buying a Switch. <laughs> yeah. So Crackdown 3 coming soon. We Happy Few. That one's been out uh, for some time in that what is that, the early release or game preview? Yeah, game preview. You know, that one's listed as coming few state uh, as coming soon. State of Decay 2, also, we've heard of that one. And they list Killer Instinct 3 coming soon. So was that a big whoopsie there? No, uh they kind of spilled the beans, sort of. That Killer Instinct 3 is coming our way. But then again, I never really understood the differences between the Killer Instincts, personally. There's like the different seasons, and is it all kind of the same? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably season three. Maybe. I think so. I think so. So, like, Killer Instinct 2 was season two? Yeah, I think when you're saying the numbers, it's the uh, seasons. Okay. All right, well... It's coming. All right. Then uh, next up, uh, looks like there is an update. I have not checked checked this out personally, but if you are a Windows insider and you're getting the latest builds of Windows 10, the insider fast ring version, uh, looks like there's uh, a new release of the Windows Store that will let you purchase games on Windows. Or rather, let me rephrase that. It'll let you purchase Xbox games on Windows within Windows 10. So that's that's uh, kind of interesting, although I've been doing it through the Xbox app for some time now. But it looks like uh, they've been um, you know, cross-porting the stuff and building the functionality of the stores together. I mean... All the better, I guess, if it uh, makes it easier to purchase their games. It's a smart move on their behalf. Then, um, this was kind of interesting. So, Game Pass. We've heard about that uh, for some time now. A couple weeks, it's been in the Insider program. This is where they're saying for a certain amount of money each month, uh, they're saying it's going to be probably $10, I think. $9.99 U.S., where you will have a library of games available to you. Uh, I think they originally said somewhere around 100 games. Titles will cycle in and out over that time. So it's basically kind of like renting games, I guess, to some degree. And uh, it can be a pretty good value for most people. So for the cost of two games a year, you can get 100 titles to play across the year, at least, if not more. Well, uh According to um, an article 
about uh, Game Pass. They said that Phil Spencer really wants Game Pass to focus on story-driven games. So that's kind of interesting because, uh, you know, what, what does that mean exactly? Is it going to be all Telltale games or something? But um, must be only Nintendo and PlayStation games. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Microsoft doesn't make games like that. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. that makes sense to me for these past games because they're not, as of right now, they're not like new. They're not new games. They're games that've been out for a while. So what's the point of putting a Call of Duty out out there? Right. You know. Yeah, you, like, or, well, well, actually, that that's kind of maybe a bad example because call it if. Most people would go back and play the Call of Duty for the story, but you know you don't want to put like this heavy multiplayer focused game on on that service because unless that game is going to pick back up and and, and like the original Titanfall probably won't be yeah yeah that's a good this. example yeah 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 so, so that makes sense yeah, so, so so there was a, an article or an interview with the Guardian where uh, Phil Spencer explained that single-player story-driven games are increasingly uh, competing for the attention uh, with uh, games-as-a-service type of setups, like Destiny or The Division. He goes, the audience for those big story-driven games, I won't say it isn't as large, but they're not as consistent. Yeah, You'll have things... This is the article, this is the first article I talked about. Not making the Zelda oh, Horizon, the Horizon games. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that's the same quote. That's the same quote. I was there, or read gotcha. up on there. So. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, Rob, stop regurgitating the news, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but that, that's how that's how blogs work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was the Guardian. That was from the Guardian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, then uh, next up, Xbox Live has over 52 million users. So that's, that's pretty cool. I think we talked about this a little bit uh, a couple shows ago. Mm-hmm. And according to Microsoft's third quarter earnings report, um, this is down from 53 million last quarter. So they went down 1 million, uh, but is quite a bit up from this time last year. So, uh, you know, that's quite a few users there. And I believe that's 52 million active users. Yeah. Crazy. That's quite a bit of, that's quite a bit of income when you consider that many people times what? 40 to $60 a month. No, 40 to $60. I mean a year, a year, a year. Oh, no, not yeah. a month. <laughs> Don't give him any <laughs> ideas. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people spend that much anyway, buying games. Yeah. I mean, you, you, look, at, you then, look at that You look at that many people and, then, and actually think about that cost, right? And it makes complete sense on why, you know, Sony started charging for theirs and making theirs mandatory. I mean, that's a lot of money that they didn't collect during the PS3 era. You know, kind of. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I don't blame them. <laughs> so, of course, I've been paying it since I've been having a 360. But you know, that's a that's a lot of money. A lot of money. Oh heck yeah! Um, and then if I'm, I'm doing it right. That's 2.6 billion dollars a year. 
Hmm. That's, and wow. that's at a rate of $50. So I split it because I know, like, I always try to renew it 40 but the price is 60 So I just set it $50. Right. So if everybody paid $50 a year, and, and not everybody does. Some people pay monthly, which is, like, $10 a month. Yeah, it's even more. Um, so... It, I mean, two point six billion dollars a year just in Xbox Live at at probably a minimum. So hmm. that's a lot of lot of a lot of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they, I mean, I know it's been going up in a uh, number of people, but you know, for ten years they collected on that for the three sixty life, and then for the last three years they've collected on it. So it's it's. That's a lot of money. That's a dollar or two. Up yep. two tree. Yeah. Okay. okay, and then last up, looks like uh, there was some kind of uh, Microsoft event. And uh, they leaked a couple of 4K Scorpio screens. Did you guys see this? Nope. Yeah, so um, they leaked a couple of screens... Basically showing off some of the stuff that the Scorpio can do. And, uh, like, there was one picture of a ladybug that had, uh, you know, a lot of detail to it. Like you I can see, like the, like, the facets on the eye and, like, the little hairs on the legs. And it had a, I mean, that site had a slider on the image. You could slide this thing back and forth to see what the image yeah. would look like on with Scorpio on a on the 1080p screen or Scorpio on a 4K screen. Oh, so wow. It was interesting. Yeah, it was like a bar right in the middle of that picture of the ladybug. Like, and if you slid it left or right, the picture would change to show you what it would look like, hmm. depending on what your TV you had. Yeah. At least a- the article, at least the one I was looking at, had that slider. So, it's interesting. I think I posted that in our group. Yeah, Ken, Ken and I were talking during one of our workouts. I think it was probably the same same thing when we were talking about the, you know, what if scenarios for the pricing for Scorpio. But I wonder how they're going to tackle. And, and I think PlayStation had the same issue when they were showing the PS4 Pro. But how are they going to tackle showing Scorpio 4K to people who don't have a 4K TV? Or, or or maybe like they don't have to show it, but they're going to have to convey it in some way or else, you know, we're sitting there saying like, hopefully we're not going to get this whole thing like, well, I'm looking at it, it looks exactly the same as this. And it's like, well, you know, come on, silly. You're looking at it on a 1080p <laughs> monitor. <laughs> You're not going to see 4K. So, but I mean, I wonder what they're going to do for that or if they're going to have like a pop-up warning or message or something like that so like mark you have a 4k tv um you can probably you'll probably be able to watch it on your 4k tv and actually see it all in all its glory where as long as it's being recorded on a 4k something that can pump out 4k as well but i wonder how they're going to do that kind of a what if scenario i I guess yeah i don't i don't know that's that's going to be one of the challenges yeah yeah Uh, I, and but I think you know with the amount of sales of TVs, you can get 4K TVs real cheap. I mean, crazy uh, cheap. Yeah, it, it's it's almost a moot point. I mean, if anybody that's going out to buy a TV now, why you wouldn't buy a 4K to me makes kind of no sense. If you're oh yeah, buying a yeah, new TV. Mm-hmm. 
But for those that are like, well, I don't need one or my TVs are fine. I got 1080p. That's fine. It, it, you know, one, that's one thing I noticed on that slider on the, the site I put up. There really wasn't a ton of difference on the pictures. And it was like kind of like really small details. Like, like there was one of like, like someone had a vial or something. And it was just like the way that it looked, it looked better, obviously, in the 4K. But it wasn't this... I didn't see this dramatic change. It, it you know, people are going to be fine and be very happy and have really good looking, very good running games on a 1080p TV. Hey. You know, the, the big thing is, is if you, you know, you don't have to buy the 4k TV, but if you've got it, this game's going to run stuff in 4k. So it's going to make use of what you have. If you don't have 4k and you still upgrade to Scorpio, guess what? Your games are actually going to get better because of the hardware. You're going to get faster, better-looking games than on Xbox One S, if you will. You know, because it's going to boost up everything. So um, it's still a win-win, but it doesn't require that 4K TV. And I don't really think I'm going to be like, wow, this is like, you know, stuff's going to look good, but it's going to look good. Stuff looks good right now on my S. Yeah, but it, it's not going to be that drastic. Yeah, but remember, all of us on this show, when the whole talk between all the P's, the 1080p and the 900p, we're all just like, can you really tell a difference? Is it that big of a deal? And everybody else said, yes, it is a massive, huge deal. So 4K rules. Sony said it. (laughs) Sony said it. But now Sony will change that. Oh, yeah, they will. (laughs) Because now they're going to flip it and say, oh, well, 4K is not a big deal. You know. It's just, you know. Yeah, it will be a challenge. Look at the site that I posted. If people want to see the difference, I I know I posted that. I'll I'll make sure, or maybe I'll put it back to the top of the page, um, and I'll just kind of say, hey, this is what I was talking about on the show. But you can slide the slider, and, and it's like there are differences, but they're so minor, and you would never notice that in actual gameplay. It's like you have to take a still image, put them side by side, and then you're still kind of going, okay. You're sliding the thing on. Uh, well, yeah, you know, it's like it's, you go to an eye doctor and it's like, uh, which one looks better? You know, the yeah. first one or the second one? They're number one, you're number like, two, uh, number one, number yeah, two, number one or number two. And you're like, I don't know. They're both blurry. You know, you're like, like one more time. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Could you do it again? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, that's kind of the way I felt here. So, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to get one or I'm not going to be happy to get one. But I think it's, it also means that if you don't have the four key, don't worry about it. You can still yeah. get the Scorpio and take advantage of the hardware, and it's gonna look. It's still gonna look better. But you know, my game is like run. If you stay where you're at, and I get the Scorpio, it's not like you know we can play the same game. And guess what? They're gonna look the same. You neither you nor me are gonna notice a difference. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing the slider right now, and actually I don't know which side is the 4K side and which is the 1080p side. I'm assuming the 4K side's on the right. Okay. Yep. Okay. The 4K was on. It the is. Right. Yeah. It tells you, yeah. Oh, very, so, very little. Yeah, like I, that first, I that very tell. first image with the girl. Yeah, like you can, you can see, like it's, 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 it's hard to explain. It, it, it's a little. It's, it looks still the same. It's not. It doesn't make it more like lifelike. It's sharper. Like, like her acne. It's like okay, that looks more, little more real or you can see it on her chin where on the 
without 4K, it's not really there. But those vials, you know, behind her, that's the one I noticed. If you look at the vial, like on that top right, yeah, it looks it looks more defined, a little bit better on the 4K. You know, yeah. Um, but it, it's it, it's nothing is, and the bricks in the background look more like they look a little blurrier. They look more clear, more sharp. Yeah. And I think that's really what a lot of it's going to be. But everything looks basically the same. It's just maybe not as sharp. Like you said, that's really the big difference. You know, it's not one of those things that are going to be night and day, but I think it just adds to the realism just slightly more. It, you know, it's like, uh, you know, playing the games and, you, you know, getting like the ambience, the, you know, you hear the wind, you hear the grass and, you know, the leaves and the trees. You know, that's something that is it required? No. And we went years without any of it. However, now that it's there in most games, we notice when it's absent. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like this whole 4K thing. It's not earth shattering, at least not yet. But I think once you go that way, not having it's going to be a big deal eventually, like, you know, a couple of years down the road. Right. It will lead to bigger and better things. And sure. No, but it's, it's, is anybody missing out right now? No. Yeah. But it doesn't mean we don't need it at the same time. You know, it's like people complain if they don't, if they didn't do it. Well, you know, I want the 4k gaming. Okay. We give it to you. Well, why do we need it? <laughs> it's like make up your mind. It's like, you know. I gotta pay how much for a console? Yeah, two ninety nine. But you know, <laughs> but you know those TVs. So I mean, you're banned from saying prices anymore. <laughs> yeah, so tired of the price talk. <laughs> like the last time, last couple of times I was out at Walmart by my house, they have like the huge Samsung, whatever TCL, Vizio, whatever the brands are. They usually have them on the floor, like right outside the electronics department. I see these TVs, like 55-inch TVs for $500, and they're 4K. And I'm looking at them like, what's wrong with this TV? Why? How can it be so cheap? You know, 4K, it's got HDR. I mean, it just, can you even buy a 1080p nowadays? Or are they all 4K now? Well, you can, but they're all like, if you want anything that's like 55 inches or larger, you're looking at 4K pretty much. And I, th- I think the the big ones to get now are like, and I and some of them are getting discontinued now. It's like the KS8000, KS8500 or something like that. The 55 that and the Samsungs. 60, yeah, it's the Samsung ones because... You know, those seem to be like the ones. Like, and I, I saw a fifty-five inch KS eight thousand at a Sam's Club, and it was like eight hundred and forty-nine dollars or something like that. I'm like, wow. whoa! And it says that you know, like, I went to the website, and the exact model on the website was fourteen ninety-nine. I'm like, oh, this is discounted. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah. Oh, right. cu- uh, Cubicle was saying they don't have HDR. Yeah, that's the big thing. Four K. HDR, uh, at least HDR 10. Uh, so yeah, you got to watch out for those specs. Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to eventually okay. get one. I mean, definitely. But 
Did you an Acer? Acer's make Acer is just releasing what a twenty-seven inch. It's a twenty-seven inch, hundred and forty-four hertz, four K HDR monitor, and uh, and it's got like built-in eye tracking and stuff in it. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, they're saying it's going to be around two thousand dollars, and everybody else is saying no thanks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You priced yourself out of a lot of stuff there. But, cool. All right. Modern. Any more news? Okay. Yeah. Last up, uh, backwards compatibility got a bunch of titles added to it over the last week. We got Time Shift, Assault Heroes Two, Commander's Attack, Dead Space Two, Dead Space Three, and four Cabela's games. <laughs> okay. I was just gonna lump all those together. I'm not gonna go through them all but that's, um, that's such a good series yeah cool which means um, if you grab these things if you didn't have them before as soon as you grab them and pay for them they'll come out with like Dead Space Definitive Edition <laughs> that's only if you buy them yeah right so, so yeah, once, you, got, them, once yeah. you go ahead and buy those and I have to stay off Xbox Live because every time I show up on it I, I get blocked so. Yeah. But, hey, Mike Litt. Thanks for the follow. Um, but, all right. Community time. Anything else? Or can we push forward? Let's go. All right. So, um, yeah, community time. Perfect timing, Mike, to, to follow. We hit community time. So, a couple things you can do to, to take part into the uh, weekly show. You can send in a voicemail uh, if you go to this xboxlife.com and click on send voicemail on the right hand side. Uh, you'll follow the prompts and that'll come to us. I think it's capped out at 60 seconds. I believe is what our cap is, what the voicemail cap yep. is at. Um, you can also record yourself in an MP3, uh, which we have one of those this week. We'll explain here in a minute. Uh, and send it in to email, which is contact at this xboxlife.com and we'll put it in the show. Um, and that's a way to email us directly, or you can go to uh, contact on the way on the main site and follow and fill out that form, and we'll get that information as well. Um, we'll come back to those here in a second. Uh, we have a Twitter account; it's thisxboxlife.com/slash/twitter, uh, and our Facebook group, which Mark mentioned a little bit earlier, where he posted that side-by-side slider that he's going to try to push to the top. Uh, if you go to thisxboxlife.com slash Facebook, you'll be sent there. It is a closed group. Don't feel you know, like you're in the wrong place. It is closed. Just go ahead and uh, apply for it, and uh, acceptance will follow shortly after. Um, so back to uh, voicemails and emails. We do have one email, and we have one voicemail. Real quick, the uh, voicemail is from This Sunburnt Life. Uh, Andrew sent us in uh, his thoughts. I think it's about a three-minute, three-minute, 15-second clip, I think is what he put in there. Um, It is his Prey Demo thoughts. Uh, It is going to be immediately following the podcast recording. So if you want to hear Andrew's thoughts and stuff on the Prey... And, and Richard. And Richard, sorry, both oh, of them. Uh, they're both on there. Yep. 
So uh, the boys from down under, uh, if you want to hear their thoughts on the Prey demo, uh, download the podcast after uh, this next person's favorite host, Rob, decides to release it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but, uh, so thank you guys for submitting that. We appreciate it. And uh, which leads us to our email. And we'll let Rob read the email. So. All right. So this is from uh, FizzPop. Hi, a question uh, for you, uh, maybe for the next podcast. Do you know yet if the Scorpio will be compatible with Xbox One controllers? If we don't know yet, what are your best guesses? I have five Xbox One controllers, four for multiplayer games, plus one for PC Xbox streaming. And I really don't want to buy more for the Scorpio. Anyway, love the podcast. A uh, pity it is streamed in the middle of the night here in the UK. I was actually up very late one Sunday night a few months ago and was going to watch it on Twitch only to discover that you had put it back to the, to Monday. I listened to the audio when Rob, my favorite host again, thank you, thank you, uh, and I think it's the voice, uh, uploads it, although I'm often one or two podcasts behind regards to all. Yeah. Uh, the controllers, uh, they are, they, they are compatible and I believe yeah. it's everything. Did they officially say that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They have multiple times. So every accessory that you have for your Xbox one does work on Scorpio. Um, all that stuff is the same. The, yeah. the only thing that's going to different is the 4k gaming and, that, that type of stuff um, yeah. within the OS and the games themselves, but all the accessories, headsets, hard drives, all that stuff, controllers were all the same. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, they announced that when they announced the console. Correct. You know, speaking of controllers and Scorpio, what do you guys think would happen if, uh, or what do you guys think the likelihood would be of the Scorpio coming with the elite controller? I doubt it. Yeah, I would say slim to none, and to be honest, I don't know why you'd want it to be that way. Um, why? Well, I have one, but it's not the Bluetooth version. These are the Microsoft, you know, wireless versions or whatever, where the new co- uh, the new controllers that are you buy or uh, come with the S are the Bluetooth versions, which are supposedly have better connection. So, um, unless it is a Bluetooth version of the Elite controller, then I'd say sure. But yeah, that's my that's my thought of why they won't have it on there. It's because it's using the older connectivity. Yeah. Well, well, I'm just thinking from the standpoint of you know it's a premium console. It should come with the premium controller. Yeah, makes sense. Probably yeah. not from a cost standpoint, but yeah, they might. Have a version, maybe, of it. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm doubting. Doubting it. It is a nice controller, though. I do like mine. Yep. All right. So, uh, thank you for the email. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank Uh, you very much. And that leads us down to uh, new releases this week. So coming up uh, for this week, we have, uh, I guess, a a couple of titles. 
we have oh, my browser just froze. It's keeping me in suspense. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right, uh, we have um, Planet Base coming out on May third. Prey on May fifth. Uh, that's the full version of the game, not just the was it the first hour demo that was released? Uh, we have Save the Ninja Clan on May fifth. Worlds to the West also on May fifth, and Bit Dungeon on May fifth. These must be like what titles? Five hundred and one through five hundred and four <laughs> on the idea at Xbox program. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's about it. I guess Prey is the only big release title. That is correct. This week. Uh, Games with Gold is switching up tomorrow as of this recording on May 1st. You have, for Xbox One, still two more weeks left with The Walking Dead Season 2. That is the full season. And then tomorrow we have Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams for the month of May. Uh, And then Xbox 360 changes uh, over to Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2. And uh, that is Xbox 360 and Xbox One backwards compatible. And then lastly, as always, if you're making any purchases on Amazon, whether they be Xbox related or not, uh, just make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that at our website, thisxboxlife.com. Just click on the big old Amazon logo on the right-hand side of the screen. I do that each and every time that you make your purchases. does not cost you anything extra, but it does help us out a lot. Uh, we get a teeny tiny little finder's fee for sending you their way, but make sure to do that every time you make a purchase on Amazon. And if you're on the iTunes platform at all, make sure to find us over there and give us a five-star rating. The more reviews that we get, uh, the higher up we get ranked within their system. So that's another way that you can help us out. And uh, that's all I've got for this show. How about you guys? I'm good. I'm good. Got a new follower again. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I think I uh, just realized the reason why we have a new follower now. So. To replace the previous one. That yeah. There. Yeah. It took me a minute to realize what it was. Yep. So. That was not real. Yeah. Oh, what are you going to say? They're 12. <laughs> so, but. All right. Uh. That's all I got. So I'll be back in a couple weeks. These two guys will uh, take it from here. (laughs) Oh, boy. You're probably all just better off skipping the next two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do our best. And don't forget to listen to the Sunburnt Life uh, after the music plays here. Yes. Rob will throw it into the show. Yep. Yep. All right. Um... Run BJ Swick 33. And I'm Rob also known as Presar. I'm Mark AK Wingman 709 taking off.
This is Andrew and Richard from This Sunburnt Life, and we're discussing prey. Andrew, let's start with the obvious. The word Hephaestus that had you thinking of Bioshock. Well, it wasn't the word itself. It was the wrench that I picked up. Hephaestus certainly is the Greek god that we'd know as Vulcan in the Roman mythology. And that was the way that they described the creation of the wrench. But picking up that wrench in a world that was very much a minimalist deco world reminded me very much of Bioshock. It was a minimalist world. It doesn't suffer from what Bioshock suffered, which was the poor draw distances where everything came upon you, where you were pretty much swarmed. And to give variety in the clumsy game mechanics, you had lead splicers who would come across you from the roof. The draw distance enabled you to feel that you were swarmed um, in a more three-dimensional way. I think that the enemies, the prey enemies, were particularly impressive. I loved the inky blackness of the colour, and I loved the way that they seemed to be both fixed and movable at the same time. And when you were attacking them, you really do feel as though you were cowering, cowering in the corner, finding a fixed position to put your back up against. There's moments in the game where the mechanics of the game make you realise you're not playing something as fine as Halo. You're not playing a science fiction shooter. But I haven't had the experience before of not just panic, but feeling that I'm going to shock. It was very much a concussive battle experience. And I must say, playing the game on an OLED screen, the blacks were just squid, inky black, beautiful, dark, mercurial. There were a lot of parallels with Bioshock. Instead of plasmids, they used neuromods that they described created dramatic enhancements to human mind and body. Sound familiar? On top of that, the hacking skills which I developed as a scientist were very akin to the pipe-fitting game in the original Bioshock. What I found very interesting was the storytelling of the creation of the space program in 1963. In this world, Kennedy was not assassinated, and the program continued. It was abandoned in 1980, and like most things in the Western world, became privatised. In this world, their space program became privatised in 2015. We wake up in 2030, and what a world we wake up to. Let me take a step backwards. When I signed up for an hour of free play, this was my appraisal of the game Prey. But it soon became obvious to me that it was not my appraisal. Rather, I was being appraised for a crew selection. Did you feel like I gave you a hard time? It didn't help you watching it and as flatly as the psychologists were watching me. Just to wrap up our thoughts on the games, for people who love the architecture of Bioshock and the art, art is a feature of this game. Instead of normal deco art, you'd find here op art, really geometric art, which makes two-dimensional shapes appear three-dimension, something I quite enjoy. In a consequence of a power space race between Russia and America, whose art movement would you say and from which country this op art came from? Well, we're biased given that we are Hungarian. It was actually the creation of a Hungarian himself, Richard, a French creation, French-Hungarian creation. We hope to see you in the game, not under the belly of the ocean, but of the belly of the stars.